Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? We here in LA survived the earthquakes, but are we going to survive season two of Big Little Lies? Well, let's get talking because tonight it's Celeste versus Mary Louise here on After Buzz TV. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yes! It's happy Sunday, everyone. That means Big Little Lies, episode five. Kill me. We back. We are so back. And the yes. full panel is back. So We're I'm so, so happy. So happy to be with you all. Amazing women. So I'm your host, Ollie Drennan, resident uh, Reese Witherspoon super fan. Uh, <laughs> the saying, I'm here with an amazing panel, like I just said. Who do we have here? Simone Thomas. She is our social media queen. Hi, guys. How are you doing, girl? Good. How are you? I'm a fabulous because awesome. I'm looking at these amazing women next to me. And next <laughs> to Simone, you. we have Mia Bravo back. Wow, I loved your intro. That gave me the chills. Thank you. <laughs> it was my favorite today. Oh, you're too kind. She is our special segment, Mia. Yes. Uh, special segment queen. She's got us covered. I'm super excited for that, so stay tuned. And next to her, joining us back is Jesse Zayner Yay. in the house. I'm so happy to be back. Yes, yes of course. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, happy fourth to everyone. Yes. Also, Jesse, you are our news and gossip queen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're also yeah. our mama. Yeah. And our wife. Yeah. So she has she's everything to she, us. She's going to educate, educate <laughs> us. It's cool. I don't know anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do also have a live chat if you're tuning in. Yes. Join the discussion because we love hearing from you. You are just a part of the show as we are. And um, so, yeah, episode five, Kill Me. Uh, a lot of this, this episode was amazing because I think a lot of it was about reactions mm. and reacting. Should you react? Should you give a reaction mm. or mm. not? Should you be like the bigger person? I see that we're seeing that in Celeste's storyline yep. um, with Ziggy and the boys. Are they going to mm. react to the bully? Um, and so it's just, Renata, are you going to react to Mary Louise, which yep. we'll talk about? So <laughs> what are your initial thoughts on this episode? And if, if you guys weren't here last week, me and Jesse, mm-hmm. if there's anything that stood out to you last week, please let us know yeah. for initial thoughts. Oh, my gosh. Well, I will just first say, in the very beginning, I thought there was going to be a fight with Nathan and Ed. And I'm just going to say I'm team Ed. I, I was oh, like, yeah, yeah take him down. We hated that we were cheering for it. We were like, Ed, Ed, yeah. Ed. Um, so that, that's like a fun little rivalry um, and it's all—it's very interesting because Simone and I watched Devil Wears Prada yesterday yes. and just seeing Meryl Streep and we talk about her all the time like, stop talking about this but <laughs> I can't get over like really seeing her in a different role and seeing her again this week just like Mary Louise coming for filth again yeah. it's wild <laughs> it's wild yeah no um, just to piggyback off of that to see we all know Meryl Streep is amazing but to see the drastic difference between a role like uh, Miranda and the Devil Wears Prada and mm-hmm. then in this role she's so matronly and like just an old miserable woman mm-hmm. I and mean, she's miserable in the Devil Wears Prada too but like <laughs> a different way um, mm-hmm. it just speaks to her talents but my general thoughts I feel for like all the parents are just like having parental issues right. like yeah. Renata her daughter knows they're broke mm-hmm. uh, the facades are all cracking and right. the kids yes. are definitely clued into it they're not stupid yeah. at all it's interesting, interesting to see how they react to mm-hmm. it the kids yeah 
Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that too because, like, what kid like gets bullied in this way? But yeah. maybe it happens. It's really sad. But this episode is giving me so much anxiety because when they all met up, I'm like, number one, if ever, anybody catches you guys together, you're dead. <gasps> yeah. Yes. But also, like, now the issue of like perjury and things like that that could oh, take place going geez. forward. I'm like so scared for it's these guys. It's getting messy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh well, let's gosh. go ahead and talk about that scene. Yes. Well, not that scene, but what led up to that scene, mm-hmm. which was initially the whole episode was really based on Mary Louise versus Celeste. Mm-hmm. The fight of the century over custody <laughs> of the boys, the twins. And so what were your thoughts on kind of like how Celeste is handling the situation of not react? Oh, okay. Well, Celeste is reacting clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was this whole issue with the settlement. And, you know, why don't you just have the boys on weekdays? I'll have them on weekends, Celeste. Mm. And then you also take anger management. And, of course, Celeste is not having it. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on her? Should she react? Should she not? And her lawyer was just like, girl, calm down. I wish Celeste had this type of energy and all other areas of her life because she's not a feisty person Mm -hmm. so for it to come out in this situation when she probably should be the most mellow is really interesting but she doesn't have anger management issues Mm -hmm. so they're definitely making that up or trying to make her seem more aggressive Mm -hmm. Um, and then um, what was I going to say I don't remember but yeah I feel for her just because no I'm not going to do Monday through Friday Mm -hmm. have my kids when I hardly see them and you just showed up in town yeah and then give you primary like you're going to get all the weekend that is not right. fair at all. That's when you like spend quality time with your kids exactly. anyway. Uh, and I mean, probably it's not in her best favor to react like that, but I like that she, we're seeing more of that aggressive side of her because mm-hmm. we never see that. She's always mm-hmm. so subdued. So mm-hmm. also, going off that point is about her not wanting to, them to be with Mary Louise during the weekends and things like that, Celeste spends so much of her time like mm-hmm. trying to make it a point that the boys don't turn out like their dad. Mm-hmm. Like you can mm-hmm. see her like thinking about what she's saying to them and, mm-hmm. and trying to not make them aggressive and things. So I'm yeah. thinking like, gosh, is she worried that if like they go off with Mary Louise, are they going to end up like their father? Or, mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's just such a hard situation to be in because I think also she should be quiet, but it's such a hard thing because the lawyer is now telling us what she thinks. She's like, well, mm-hmm. you actually got a pretty good deal because if this goes to court, then they're going to start asking about. Yes. See, I'm, I'm not a parent, so I don't really know, but I have to, dis- I agree, <clears throat> but I have to dis- disagree with the part where I think that Celeste is trying really hard to make sure they don't turn out like Perry. I actually think she's not trying hard enough. Oh, and really? to me, the biggest um, part in this episode is when her son called her a bitch. Mm-hmm. And she like flipped out on him and this is the thing, and this is what really broke my heart, and I wonder, I really wish I could let, have a talk with the director to know if this was a directorial <laughs> choice, when he was, I don't remember which son it was, but he was just looking at us after he said it, and she was like, you will not talk to me that way. He was looking at her for more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. Celeste, I, and, I, and they talked about this earlier in the season, of like, what is that balance as a parent? Like, how right. transparent should you be with your children? Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she needs to open the conversation with them. Like, you see Ziggy asking about his dad. These kids are looking to their mother to say, your, what your dad did was not okay and I know mm-hmm. you don't just turn out this way you had to have seen something Celeste needs to sit down with him and be like mm-hmm. your dad hit me it was not okay you will not be this way but so she's like you're not going to talk to me that way <laughs> you're not going to do this you're not going to do this because I said so but they need to know that what he did was not okay right. because yeah. she is the parental figure now and I think she needs to put her, her foot down a little more I, will, that. I, mm-hmm. I agree I will give Celeste credit though because she did say to the boys in this episode that we don't like your grandma I don't want you living with your grandma that's not yeah, going to happen right. yeah. so I do think that was a huge a, that's a huge development for Celeste, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but what gave me so much anxiety was the fact that all of the girls who were there on the accident 
of the accident, <laughs> the <quotes>, accident. <laughs> are now on the witness list. Mm-hmm. So they can be called into court now, not mm-hmm. only about Celeste as a mother, but also, and I know this is kind of more into predictions, but also they can be questioned easily about Perry's right. death. <gasps> Setting them up. So, because they were all there, they have this connection. So, any any more thoughts on that situation? Because that is scary. That terrifies yeah. me. I wonder if Mary Louise knew what she was doing. She, like, uh, t- try to take the kids, but then in turn know that if this goes to court, then the truth about her husband's death will mm. also come into play. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Maybe she wasn't like smart enough to think like no, that. She was, but. I think this is her right. cover up. I think yeah. you're right to with get that. to the truth because she is so manipulative. Yeah. Like she is, like n- pinpointing like every little thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's on top of it. I think that's. I think that's a good good point. She's yeah. like the disease. She yeah. is. She's the disease that comes and infects all, all the girls, the Monterey Five. It's funny too to see the contrast of like all these women, like the Monterey Five, is starting to break down and like yes. lash out, but you just see Mary Louise keeping her I cool. See, that, that, she's so manipulative, but it's mm-hmm. funny because like these are, women are the ones mm-hmm. who did the crime, but like right. she's just playing them like fiddles. And mm-hmm. it's funny that, it's funny because uh, Celeste's lawyer wants Celeste not to react. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Mal- M- Maleficent. <laughs> Let's call her Maleficent. <laughs> yeah, Mary, Mary Louise. Mary Louise is the one who's kind of not reacting. She's like listening to mm-hmm. Celeste's lawyer. So it's really interesting and it's working out in her favor. Obviously, she's keeping it cool. Celeste is yelling at her at one point. You will not get my kids. But then Mary Louise is, how are the boys? Oh, so, so oh calm. Gosh, and uh, it's so fake. I think that's, that's her tactic when it comes to just getting under mm-hmm. people's skin because even when she was at Renata's mm-hmm. house, she stays very calm and so her mm. delivery seems nice, but there's complete shade. And yeah. She's a therapist. <laughs> she has therapist tactic too, no, where she gets to like, they're yeah. almost like, if you notice oh. with everyone she's at an encounter with, she she's like talking to them and she's like, I see you, I understand you, like, oh, you're, you must be working so hard, like you're yeah. never home with the girls. Oh, is it because you love money? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden she flips and all the women are like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. she's scary. It's so funny that you say that because when, when she was talking to Renata, I was like, she's almost acting like a therapist, but like in a condescending, manipulative oh, way. Yeah. Like instead of like asking oh. the question and being just like, like, like I, I don't know. There's something about the way that she mm-hmm. asked it, that, yeah. and that's why she's such a great actress. Mm-hmm. That you like know, like she's she's good, but Dude, like she's running these women. Now that makes me so interested in what the heck was her career beforehand? I'm sure she's we retired. No, give us yeah. answers. I know, maybe a therapist. Yeah, mm. I think she's a little unscrewed. And I have a question oh, for you yeah. guys. What do you and you something? I think something you said, Simone, made me mm-hmm. think this question. But what do you think is Mary Louise' motives? Like, do you think she actually even wants the boys? Really? Do you really think that she? thinks uh, Celeste is in danger or a danger to the boys? Do you think she just wants to take something from Celeste because she knows something is wrong? I think she wants a family. Like, my my perspective, I think she is so lonely to the point of she just wants a family because her, mm. obviously, we were talking last week about how her uh, ex-husband left her after the death of Raymond, which was her, uh, Perry's brother. Mm-hmm. So I think she just really wants to rekindle some kind of family, even mm-hmm. if she's going about it completely the wrong way, mm-hmm. even if it's completely toxic. We still don't know the fact if whether she was abusive to any of the family members. Oops, excuse me. <clears throat> any of the family members. <laughs> Ooh, got a little raspy at that point. Got a little Shailene voice in me. <laughs> now, uh, so we still don't know the full story, obviously. We'll get that, I'm sure, in in the future, but yeah, I don't know. That was my I thought. think subconsciously, I agree with that. I think she, her son was taken from her unjustly, right. from her perspective. Unjustly. Mm-hmm. So having the boys, which is like an extension of herself because it's her son's children, mm-hmm. is like getting that 
getting her son back in a way. Mm. Right. And then also she lost one son so she could regain the son that she, well she could she re- three sons. Yeah. <laughs> she's also but, after Ziggy too. Well mm-hmm. all that too yeah. So if she gets the less kids it's like having her two boys back and not like being able to redo her parenting mm. without one of them dying because one of because mm-hmm. Perry's brother mm-hmm. died, right? How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. How we still don't know. It's an accident. It's an, an accident. An accident. Oh, we know what accidents mean. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. On this coast, who knows? But I don't know. I, I just want to say really quick. I don't know what she's up to, but I think she has a vendetta against Celeste, and I think she mm-hmm. is trying to take something from Celeste because I think she thinks Celeste took Perry. Mm. So now she's I'm with like, you. now she's you like, I'm taking something yeah. from her. And if she takes her sons, then she's essentially like mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Yeah, but think about it. Ooh, the kids Jessie. lose. Like they already lost. Totally. A, they, I know. Their dad died. He's mm-hmm. gone. So if they lose their mom, I know. she's still here on Earth, but that relationship is not going to be the right. same. So mm-hmm. they lose yeah. the most. And if you're really their grandmom, like you would care, obviously. She's looking out for herself, even right. though she's making it seem like she's thinking about their interests first. Mm-hmm. It's about her. But the kids really are going to hurt the most in all of this. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one kid that's not uh, hurting that much and knows the truth is Amabella. But we and, love her. Which brings us to Renata, my girl. But before that, we just, just want to remind you guys, we love you so much for listening to us every Sunday, listening to us whenever you can, actually. If we don't listen in live, that's totally fine. Whether you're watching us, listening to us, just give us that five-star review. It would really help us out so much. And yes. we will even shout you out. And don't forget to share on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, your stories. Give us a like, comment. We love the discussion with you guys Mm -hmm. week after week. Mm -hmm. And I do want to shout out one quick uh, five-star review that was left by Boyne Key J from iTunes. Uh, It says, favorite podcast, five stars. So I just found out about you guys this second season. I love how you all talk slash break down the show. I have no one to talk to about Big Little Eyes here at work. Talk to us! Right. And when I heard heard this podcast, I was like, OMG, these girls are my new friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, You catch the the little things I thought I'm the only one that noticed during the show. Love this podcast. Please add more episodes. Or can I Join the podcast as a guest. LOL. And that is from Joanna P. in Burbank, California. Thank oh, you, Joanna. So, so sweet, right? That is so sweet. Oh, thank you for reading these. Like, oh, yeah. we don't, I don't ever really see these. I go on no. YouTube and so like, respond yeah. to the comments yeah, yeah, yeah. on iTunes. So this is mm-hmm. always so nice. That's and so we swear sweet. we don't know these people. Like, we don't know. We this don't. is our new friend no. now. <laughs> so thank you, Joanna, and everyone that leaves us five stars. And if you do, like I said, we will shout you out if you give us that five star. Mm-hmm. So we really, really appreciate you guys watching That's us so and sweet. listening yeah. to us. Thank you. We love this show. We do. But we also love... Laura Dern as yes. Renata. <laughs> uh, we are kind of talked about her her interaction with Mary Louise, mm-hmm. but also I think it's so powerful seeing the items and the materialistic things that really mm-hmm. represent Renata's confidence mm-hmm. leaving and they're mm-hmm. depleting and Mary Louise sees it and it, it's really breaking down Renata. We're seeing that and even Amabella knows that they're broke. She's not stupid. No. So, any thought? Any more thoughts on Renata before we move on? Because that was kind of the gist of her in this episode. But I do want to shout her out because we we love our Renata. Yes. Yeah. I just had a realization. So I think it's funny because as you know, Renata's my favorite character. Mm-hmm. I love her, and I love what she was like. Let me take a crack at her. Like let yeah. me take a crack at Mary Louise. And then she was totally disarmed by Mary yeah. Louise. Yes. And we didn't think we thought Renata would be the one to come for her. Yes. Maybe she still will in a future episode. But I have to say, and just like I said, this just occurred to me. But even though not a big fan of Mary Louise, I think she's manipulative and mean and has a vendetta, like you said, against everybody. But I do think it's interesting um, in the way that she disarms people and mm-hmm. that 
maybe it's making me think like the conversation that um, Renata had with Amabella when she was like, because we're broke, mom. And she was like, listen, everything's not about money. I feel like if she didn't have that conversation with Mary Louise, Renata wouldn't have said that to her. Yeah. Mm. And I think that Mary Louise, in, in a she's a bad person, but in a way she's making these women look at themselves and all the mm. bad qualities about them. Because also, like, Madeline's been more gentle. If you think about she confronted her in the first episode, like, she's become way more gentle mm-hmm. and more self-aware of, like, all her negative traits, and so is all of the women, which mm-hmm. is kind of maybe a good thing. Wow, that's so we still don't like Mary Louise. I also think yeah. it's like, your downfalls will humble you, and right. if you yes. can't do it on your own like with your own autonomy then you like life will force you to be right. introspective yeah. and do some change so I think it's doing that as well for Good her yeah. sometimes you gotta be caught sorry what are you gonna say no 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 No. sometimes gonna... you gotta be caught in a big little lie <laughs> yourself. you gotta kill someone push them off a staircase Mary Louise come for me it really helps you just gotta be read by the, an old woman who's just probably a therapist who's kind of psycho borderline uh, but yeah so I love you or not I'm sorry you're kind of removed from the uh, the women empowerment piece that really mm. sucks Love yeah. that photo shoot, but we do have to move on to someone who's not going through financial problems, but marital problems, mm. and that is a couple, mm. Madeline and Ed. Uh, so w- they tr- they go to like the couples retreat, which yeah. was very like <laughs> cute, but also awkward, and I would not recommend that. <laughs> but that leads to them kind of um, having this conversation of Ed bringing up the point when they first started dating. Madeline was asking these questions, being like an interview. Maybe the next talk show host. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> it was basically she was checking off these th- these boxes, boxes and mm-hmm. it's almost as if did, did she ever really love Ed or mm-hmm. did she love the mm-hmm. idea of Ed? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I feel like Ed kind of we saw him break down in the kitchen. Is, mm-hmm. is his life, his whole life, his whole story with Madeline and his family? Has it been a lie? So what were your thoughts on Madeline and Ed in this particular episode? Because it's really sad. Uh, I think, well, picking someone because they're practical, because that's what he said. He was like, you were interviewing me so you so you could know that I would be a good father. So I was a practical choice to you. And I don't think that's a bad thing. You mm-hmm. don't just want to go and marry someone off of lust. I think it should be a balance of everything. And, so lust. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Well, yeah, that was really the only highlight of the relationship <laughs> with Perry. Everything else mm-hmm. was trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, all around, like, maybe Ed wasn't the person that she wanted to, like, rip her clothes off for and, right. like, do mm-hmm. all these crazy things, but he's clearly still a great husband, right, yeah. a really good dad, and very stable. And I don't think that's bad, but I think for him, like, her cheating and trying to get that sexual tension somewhere else makes him feel like he wasn't good enough Mm-hmm. to be intimate with. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm a practical husband, but as a partner sexually, like, I don't fit those standards for you. Yeah. yeah. He is such a good man. Like, one thing, I, the first thing I noticed is in the car, um, when, you know, Madeline was saying all those things, mm-hmm. he didn't say anything crude about her. When she mm-hmm. was like, tell me how you really mm-hmm. feel. He didn't call her names. He mm-hmm. he said it really, like, as gentle as he could, right. which is as, as a representation of him. But my question for Ed, I want to know, is, like, why, if he knew all those things and he said, I made peace with the fact that you just wanted me as to Ability, mm-hmm. then why did why did he choose Madeline? Yeah, like, what exact, did he see in her? Right, did yeah. he just also want stability? Maybe that's why he's staying. If you think about it, he's kind of like, why am I here anyway? My dignity? Or, like, I leave. And I feel like he's scared to leave, too, because it's, like, what he knows. Right. Well, I was thinking, I'm like, if she, if you felt like she was interviewing you on your first date, why would you go on another date with her? Like, that's right. such a bad question. Because Reese Witherspoon is a goddess. And she's <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> I love her. Maybe yes. he was fooled by, like, the blue eyes, the blonde hair. Yeah. I don't know. He the loves the powerhouse. 
Yeah, oh, that's a really good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, Simone. Yeah. Like, really I, good point. I, I, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, okay, bye, thanks, but next, not yeah. doing that. I'm curious. Why did? What did you see? Sylvia Wood said, "Poor Ed." I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe not poor Ed because we saw him at the end during that the trigger happy montage. Skipping ahead, but during that montage, it was confusing, right, Jesse? I'm like. But also, we see Ed at a bar do. with a familiar woman with the boobs. Our girl Tori. She's not really our girl, but we saw her in the first episode. Tori is Joseph's wife. wife. Who Joseph was the one who uh, was in the affair with yeah. Madeline, and so I don't know if what Ed's intentions are. I'm like Ed, do you really want to do the eye for an eye thing? Mm. Uh, meanwhile, Madeline's kind of just drinking wine on her porch, looking depressed, and then we just kind of get this hint that maybe Ed's gonna hook up with mm-hmm. Tori. And also, did we not just see Joseph watching them do that? Yeah, it was yeah. confusing. It was, it's like voyeurism. Like at least, so weird. well, we don't know what it is. At least that's what. That was the I got that. It was so spooky because I feel like that whole entire montage too kind of felt very dreamlike. I really mm. wish we could rewind it and slow it down. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot to take in. They <laughs> yeah. really just threw it at so us at the fast. end, right? Jesse, any thoughts? Sorry, it's not, <laughs> just, sorry, not to put you in the spot, but <laughs> I'm so confused by it. I mean, I think he's just catching them. I, I don't know. You think so? Yeah, I think they're totally mm, going to hook up. Be that stupid to hook, try to go after Ed with. Well, and no. not check her surroundings first. I, you think? Maybe she's like, I give zero Fs because they did it. So. That's yeah. true. She knows about it. Yeah. Maybe he just wants to watch. Did someone say they were swingers, though? Who yeah. was that? Said, I said maybe <laughs> they're swingers. In. Either they're swingers or they're and into voyeurism knew. and they like to watch other people do stuff. <laughs> you know? And they get off what? on that. I don't Good know. Yeah. That's great and everything. <laughs> that but. was confusing. Also, how did they meet up at the bar? Are they friends? What's <laughs> going on? Personally... I would uh, ship Ed and Bonnie together. Same. Yeah. So I was kind of bummed that he Same. went with Tori. I'm I like, agree. really? The yeah. easy choice? Yeah, yeah she is yeah. the easy choice. Yeah. And she doesn't have personality. I'm just kidding. I can't say that. We don't know if she doesn't have personality. We just like Bonnie. Even yeah. though she yeah. literally mm-hmm. pushed someone off down the We do stair. like Bonnie. <laughs> uh, no, that's why we love Bonnie. Yeah. Well, we love... <laughs> he was bad. We love Bonnie. That's so weak. We love Bonnie for uh, various reasons. Yes. But we also love Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of had... I didn't think Jane was going to be in this episode a whole lot, but she she had a tough episode because Ziggy, she finds out Ziggy and the twins, they're all brothers, uh, kind of gained, like, they joined the fray, and they they did, like, a Avengers Assemble kind of thing. I liked it. And they beat down a bully. I loved it. And obviously, we're anti-violence, but also... We were cheering. Okay, I just contradicted myself because I just said we love Zo- we love Zoe Kravitz for pushing down Harry. Yeah. Anyway, this is a only, good show. Only if the victim is the one who triumphs, then we root for the violence. But if it's, <laughs> I mean, Bonnie, Celeste, they were the victims and they killed him. I mean, you know what I mean. We're getting ourselves into such a bad trap. Okay, let's let's tell us what you think in the comments. Yeah, let's let's re- uh, reel it in with Jane because yes. Jane. What my point was before I got sidetracked was Jane was um, definitely had a tough episode because I feel like she's fearing that the boy the, that Ziggy's kind of going in the direction of something like violent like yes. yeah. Perry and mm-hmm. obviously Perry abused her and she does not want that for Ziggy and clearly we don't want that for Ziggy and she I'm sure she doesn't want the twins to go down that route either um, but also with Jane 
we saw her break down with Corey by the end of the episode. They were trying to have sex, and Mm -hmm. she's still suffering. So this was really a tough... It was that was definitely a tough scene to watch. Mm-hmm. It was very short, but it really felt for Jane in that predicament. So this was a very tough episode. So any thoughts on her and how the heck is she going to overcome this? Jeez, oh, I'm just sad. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I think with like the with um, Ziggy, I almost felt like when she was driving and looking at him in the rearview mirror, I'm thinking like, should you just keep driving and like never come back here? Because mm-hmm. like I almost wonder like. As I was saying before, like, Celeste wants the boys not to be like Perry. I think that's what Jane wants, too. And now I think Jane has to question, like, oh, no, now that these guys are, like, these boys are in their life, is are they going to start rubbing off on him? Because I don't think this is something Ziggy would have done otherwise. Right. If the yeah. boy, if the twins didn't come up to defend him, he would have been the one to get beat up. He yeah, wouldn't have, totally. He had more, he had support, so he felt confident in beating up the bully. Right. Uh, but I think Ziggy's such a wise child compared to the other boys mm-hmm. because the fact that he had the insight to ask his mom, am I going to grow up like him? Yeah. And he didn't even, he did, he'd never even met his dad. So he, right. he just knows mm-hmm. what he's heard versus the boys actually saw every, well, they didn't see everything that happened in the house, but they knew but they who know. their dad was. Mm-hmm. And they don't have, they didn't have, at least what I think, the, they never thought to ask their mom, are we going to be like him? Um, right. How can we not be like him? Where mm-hmm. they're already exhibiting those qualities, and Ziggy wants to prevent that from mm-hmm. happening because yeah. he doesn't want to be like a rapist or just right. an abuser. So right. I thought that was really that's such insightful. a good point because maybe because he's so aware, hopefully they won't like rub off on him. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. And that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier too. Is just because um, Jane is such a good parent. Yes, and I think that kids really do see. And because she's so transparent with Ziggy, she's a really, really good mom. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Celeste, like she doesn't open that door to talk about it no. at all. So the kids are like, "Can we ask about it, or is that territory that we right. that should be closed doors?" Like Ziggy's just so well rounded. That's and so he's just amazing. That say that because maybe that shows like the different sides of like abuse. Because like mm. she was abused for so long and she wasn't able to talk about it. So maybe mm. that's like a pattern of behavior that she now like uh, just exhibits with like everybody her in her life or something. Mm. Yeah, even with her kids, uh, she like doesn't say. That's things. true. Because even Jane, she's although her trauma has debilitated her life, she's very open to talk mm-hmm. about it, even mm-hmm. with her son who's so yeah. young. I think hard. right, and I think single parents you. For sure, as you brought up transparency, you have to be transparent because that is—it's just you and the kid, right. yeah. you know. And and, you, oh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 go, go ahead, ahead, please. I'm sorry, I'm excited. I was like, good, fine. Um, but maybe I was going to say, I just made me think about it. But maybe that's why Celeste isn't open either, is because maybe if she does open the door and is transparent mm-hmm. about it, she knows that all those feelings are going to come out, and she mm-hmm. might not be able to come back from it because that's that opens the door to her healing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to fully heal yet. It may right. not even be about the kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I take it back. Sorry, Celeste. Uh, Well, something we did learn a lot about um, Bonnie in this episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I feel like she, her dad wishes that he could take it back. Like the things Mm. that happened with their their past. But we come to find out through flashbacks that Bonnie's mom was abusive. And it's very interesting because in the books, it was Bonnie's dad that was abusive. So they kind of did a switcheroo. I don't know Mm. why. Maybe just to kind of like. Because we clearly we already have like the the uh, violent abusive father, which was Perry. So maybe that's why they chose to kind of uh, put mm-hmm. that on a mother, a, mm-hmm. a female character. So yeah. maybe that was the which interpretation, you don't see a lot. right? Yeah. And it's um, it doesn't. It just goes to show that anyone can kind of be violent, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of gender. So I mm-hmm. thought that was really interesting to for them to do that. But also, I I was here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have this also 
topic of Bonnie drowning through the vision. And I'm just curious for you guys, do you think the the vision of Bonnie drowning, is that metaphorical or is that actually literal? Literal. Yeah. Ooh. I was seeing it as like she, no. her mom's like a medium or a psychic and was like having a premonition. Like I literally thought after last episode, I was like, oh my gosh, Bonnie's going to commit suicide and she's going to drown. Like, you think oh, suicide? Yeah. I think it's suicide. Maybe <sighs> that's why her mom said kill me because she doesn't want to have to see that. deal with the it. grief of losing her child. If oh she dies God. first, she can just avoid all of that. You really trauma. think it's suicide? I actually, yeah. That's just what I thought by then of that's last good, episode. No, that's a very good point because this whole time, which I kind of still think, I'm thinking that someone's going to kill Bonnie or that's try to kill Bonnie. Wow. Oh and my, my earlier prediction was that uh, Madeline was going to kill Bonnie. Wow. I was just going to say, who do you think? Because it would that. have to be one of the Monterey Five, right? Because yeah, of, it would have to be. Because I feel like at some oh, point... because of Ed? Because oh, oh, I, oh, I don't think that's going to happen God. now no. because of what Ed's doing now. Right. Madeline but, would never get her hands dirty. Yeah. I would say that. She, she if if she ever like tried to kill someone, it would not be that direct. But... Sorry to backtrack. Don't do it. Because you just reminded me of this. Madeline did say to Ed that she will never... Uh, Go, they will never be. She will <gasps> never make the same. All her future mistake. mistakes will be new ones. Exactly. She's not going to uh, make him go through infidelity anymore. Mm-hmm. So her, maybe her future mistake is like <laughs> a murder. <laughs> that maybe. would be because when you said that, I was like, oh, maybe she would mur- like plan up some murder because Bonnie. I think Bonnie's going to break. I think she'll oh, be the one yeah. that breaks. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe to protect herself and everybody else, somebody she in the group. Herself would kill Bonnie. Mm-hmm. I think that I think, she, I think she killed herself. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think it, she definitely kills herself just because, oh, for me, the mom to say, like, you're drowning, and then we see all the visions. Remember when Bonnie was in the ocean and she was, like, walking? It reminded me of The Awakening. Did you guys read right. that in high school when she like, goes into the water thing and then, like, drowns herself? Anyway, so I thought that she was in that episode. I think it was, like, the second episode. She was walking into the ocean. and no, she, she I did. thought she was going to kill herself, so I think that by the end of the season, she might do it. Or maybe that's too obvious. Well, no, it's not obvious. I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> the predictions, so, but. so, yeah, at first I thought this was all metaphorical, but now that I think that we're seeing this and it's more clear that it's a premonition, and again, I don't know anything, so I might be wrong, but I think it is a premonition that she's going to kill herself because we do see her walking in the water and then she's drowning. Yeah. I think now she won't kill herself by the end, but I think that's... The plan. I don't know. Plot twist. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but I think there's a premonition because you know, you know, like when you hear things that a psychic tells you or a medium tells you, you can change the future. It doesn't always happen. So I think the thought is she's having a premonition. Bonnie's going to kill herself, but now I think it's too obvious for right. That is true. I think uh, because. the twist was kind of obvious last season. They're going to do something completely flip the rug under us with this mm-hmm. whole, please, with do. the whole damn show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I'm here for it because I'm loving all your guys' predictions. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to get our full on predictions yes. ready later. Um, but also, last thing before we get on to our special segment in our news, I do uh, want to. Uh, well, I guess that's more predictions <laughs> because I was gonna. I wanted. I was curious on your thoughts of Corey, oh Bonnie seeing Corey at the party. I don't know. Should we save that pr- prediction? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I do want to ask uh, real quick before we move on about Bonnie's father. What, what were your thoughts on Bonnie's father kind of being uh, keeping peace between Bonnie growing up with her mom because that was a huge topic between mm-hmm. them, and there's clearly. Uh, Bonnie has some kind of grudge against her father mm-hmm. because of that, because he didn't do anything. He was just he just was kind of like a peacemaker. He didn't stand up to Bonnie's mom, mm-hmm. and so and I think that was a it's part of the episode not taking full action. 
So any mm-hmm. thoughts on Bonnie's father? Because we finally got more backstory on him for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say maybe... I mean, I don't I want to say side with him. It's not that, but I, I think I his apology was very genuine. And I think you touched on it perfectly before. Do you before. think it was an apology? Yeah, he was basically like, I'm sorry I wasn't there before, but like I did what I thought was the best. Mm-hmm. Like at that time, like I did what I could in the moment. But I think that, um, you know, it's hard. And like you said, like, this whole, everything about gender, right? And you usually think like it's the male who's abusive, but like, there's not many shows, and I mean, recently though, you think about, I mean, what's the show with uh, on Hulu with a mom like abusing oh, the, oh, the act? Yeah, see, so I think we're seeing a lot more of like shows now where it's like a female who's abusive, a female mm-hmm. like figurehead. But um, I don't know, it's just interesting. So I, I, I feel that it's it's hard. It's like a great area for him, right? Because mm-hmm. he's like, maybe he was like, is she being abusive? Like you don't see that a lot mm-hmm. in stories. Right. Not, that, not that it's okay at all. Did right. she? But abuse I, I think him? maybe he was like, is this a like right. how do I stop it? Do mm-hmm. I keep it level? Like I can see how that would be like hard. Is it, if I do mm-hmm. something physically to restrain her, is that going to make things even worse? Yeah. And it's just a different predicament yeah. than any yeah. of the characters I've been in. And I wonder if it was verbal abuse because I think we automatically thought it was physical abuse. Right. And I mean, she did grab she her. She grabbed her. Yeah. But I mean, you do have to like you know you but, have to discipline your kids. But I wonder if it was verbal abuse. And, and that's so it's just, like that could more, be just as bad. Right. And just totally. just exactly. as toxic just, and as physical can be. Yeah. They're both horrible. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So. But he maybe didn't know how to right. approach it, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's, well, not mm-hmm. to leave this discussion on a de- bad note. <laughs> Let's put it on a good note. And yeah. that's our special segment with Mia Bravo. So we're going to play this week Liar Try. Because we did three. Why you always lie? I should have harmonized. Um, okay, so we're going to play Liar Try this week, which, as you know, we're just going to name three situations that happened in the episode. And we said whether we lie in that situation or whether we try to either fight it or go along with it, just depending on the situation. Okay. So, first. Custody of the kids. Mm. Would you, you know, lie and go along with it? Like the lawyer, you know, she was kind of like, you know, just kind of like be amicable, like be as peaceful as possible. Mm-hmm. Or would you fight like, um, mm. like Celeste is doing? Would you try Ooh. to get your kids? Would it be the exact carbon copy? Uh, right, that's what I- situation. Yes, that is oh, so hard. Yes? Oh Question. my gosh. Oh my god, I would probably I might actually take the settlement route honestly really yeah. yeah I know because if there's a murder if I'm yeah. tied to a murder right and you're lying Ooh, and then you're and dragging all those then women into it and, and, right. and the, so right and the kids get to yep. I don't get to have I, I'm free of kids on the weekends <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> good deal so take right? it to less no, Just I agree. Saying. Like, if if the situation was different and the murder wasn't involved, then obviously, like, fight for the kids. For but it. in this mm. situation, like, you could lose the kids altogether uh, by going into the whole murder right. trial stuff. So you have to just kind of sit back and do what the lawyer says, I think. I was yeah. going to say that I would fight and go to court up until you guys mentioned the murder. <laughs> yeah. Me too! Because you guys I, back it down. Same. I am not about to let some old woman, yeah, she might be their grandma, I'm not about to let her take my kids yeah. when I'm clearly going through something and yeah. that's why all this stuff is happening. I'm not unfit. I'm just dealing with stuff. So no. Speak but, on like, it. I'm so <laughs> mad Step right now. Mary Louise is awful. Yes. But now she that is. she mentioned the murder, it that just, changes the whole you dynamic. You everybody into yeah. it. It's, it's, 
you want to clearly fight for your kids, regardless. Totally. However, mm-hmm. it's just super risky for not mm-hmm. only you and your kids, but also all of these women. Yeah, all their kids. Yeah, yeah, because then you could re- ruin your life and everyone else's life. Right, right. It's true. Uh, oh, goodness. Yeah. That was a good one. So <laughs> it was. Oh, my brain is rattling. Okay. So, two. The couples retreat. So, <laughs> would you lie and just go along with it and like try to make things better, or would you try and fight it and say no? I don't. I'm not going. Like oh. no. Hmm. Um. So in this case, we're Ed. Yeah. Okay. We're there already because or? this was Madeline's idea. Before you go, yeah, because it's oh, Madeline's idea. Like if your right. significant other is like, let's go to a couples retreat, uh, like. Let's make things better. <laughs> the petty and me would be like, heck no, you're the one. Why we're in this mess in the first place. You go ahead and do your solo retreat, and I'll be here and decide if I still want to be with you or not. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. If you're seeing it from Ed's. Because I wasn't thinking of it from Ed's. I'm just thinking just like the way you put it. I'd say yeah, but as soon as the hugging thing came, I'd oh, I'd really <laughs> weird. I'd Bye. That's hard no. because you want to obviously fight for your significant other and try mm-hmm. to do anything possible to mm-hmm. maintain a, a marriage, relationship, whatever. However, sometimes it takes some self-reflection and uh, finding yourself by yourself in mm-hmm. a sense of Ooh. you know going mm-hmm. like it's like that meme where you go like it's Kermit like looking at like a lake or something. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be me that's in this situation. I have to say, yeah, I'd have to say, nope. Oh, that she was doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. If it was ex- that exact couple retreat, how it was. No, no, yeah. No. Well, guys, I I was an orientation leader in college. I'm lame. Like I like I, when we were watching the show, you were like, I would never do that icebreaker. I was like, I love an icebreaker. Uh, so I would go. Hug, like, like, if she's paying, if Madeline's paying, take me on this retreat. Mm-hmm. I'll do anything. <laughs> but then I think that'd be a real truth teller is if you can work mm. through your problems and you're actually trying, then it's it you can maybe get past it. But if you go and you're hitting a brick wall at a retreat, mm-hmm. maybe not. That's then true. I, then that's, that's true. when I give then, up. That's true because then you're self sabotage, self talk, self sabotaging. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm. And then three. Um, if your ex's new partner attacked you, would you, you know, like lie and like for like nothing happened and be like, dude, like it's fine. Like we can get over it. Like we can get past this. Just don't talk to me. Kind of like what Ed did. Just mm-hmm. be like it's cool. We can not like each other. Drive away. Yeah. Or would you try? Would you fight back? Would I you would fight back. Drag a bitch. Mm. I don't. Yes! I don't. F around. <laughs> no. My ex's significant other. No, don't you don't. Come near me. Don't put your hands on me. That's totally. not okay. Crossing a line, absolutely, yeah. especially yeah. since no crossing a line in general of being getting physical, yeah. not okay. But to put more just the salt on the wound mm-hmm. of you're my ex's significant <laughs> other and you're coming for me for what? I'm not doing anything to provoke you. Yeah, at least in that situation. Totally. So absolutely would defend myself at all yeah. costs because mm-hmm. yeah. it's not right. Mm. I think Nathan's looking for a reaction, so he wants you to respond mm. so you don't wa- like him no not <laughs> at all the wise part of me would just be like keep it don't react like the, I feel like the theme of this episode was to not react because you just keep encouraging the animosity mm. but in that moment if someone's coming at me I'm not gonna let you think that I'm gonna be some little victim and you mm-hmm. can sit there and uh, intimidate me mm-hmm. so I would I would fight back maybe not with my hands but with my words mm. A drink. That too. Or ice cream. <laughs> Tripping. Ice Something. Cream. Yeah, ice yes. cream. Yeah. I would, I think I would fight back. Yeah. With some hands? Only if I could win, though. It depends on how big they were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could fight. I've never fought before, so I, I kind I of always win. wanted to just to know, like, I'm a bad bitch, but like, uh, but no. Fight I, or flight, man, yeah. dude. Yeah. Right? I'd have to be 
the moment to decide. I'll leave yeah. it. I'll leave it at that. What Maybe if alcohol's involved. I feel like when alcohol and adrenaline mix, you can do anything. <laughs> <Romance>. Yeah. <laughs> so I I was originally like, oh, I'd throw down. But then after you said like Nathan is like kind of looking for a response. If you know what they're looking for, then you ought like I mm-hmm. I like to do the opposite of exactly. So, Although I wanted Ed to like run him over with his little bike, <laughs> um, I'm glad he didn't. So exactly. I would probably throw down, but you know. I love this. I love that. Um, this is why conversation is important, right? Because we all had different answers when we start, and then someone says something, and you're right. like, yeah. "Wait, maybe I know." Ooh. This is why we need friends, and why the moderator right. right. to talk totally. each other down. Bounce, some yeah. stupid yeah. sounding board. Moderate so, four, man. God, tell us and tell us in the comments. We read the comments, like think? we said, live chat. Tell us what you do in these situations. We want to yes. know. Thanks. Absolutely. See, now I'm second guessing my. <laughs> <laughs> and, like the reaction of the episode. Like, do you want to give them their reaction? Yeah. But anyways, mm. let's get on to some news and gossip, right, Jesse? Yes. So if you are on Twitter, Shailene Woodley, her character Jane is getting like torn up because her bangs are like <laughs> the talk, yeah. the talk of like no. the show. No. So she actually says that she cut those bangs herself. What? She and the reason was because she wanted to. Ch- she wanted a change in her look to symbolize the weight being lifted off her shoulders. So she said that, you know, I've been in a position in my life where after a major breakup, triumph, or celebration, or after a big change, a lot of people alter the way that they look. So she decided, she said, I know for myself, it's always been haircuts and piercings. That's been my way of moving mm. forward with a new, new chapter of my life. Mm. So she said, I felt that for Jane, she carried this weight of not only feeling her own body because the feeling not only in her own body because of what happened to her over eight years ago but she also felt disconnected from her own identity mm-hmm. so she felt a change in her hair would symbolize the weight being lifted off her shoulders and so she chopped herself okay. some bangs at That's first, I didn't understand because yeah. I was like, how did, "I was like, how do bangs represent lifting weight from your shoulder?" Now I think about it. Every time in college, every time I go through a hard time, I, I get bangs. Really? Oh. You would cut your hair, and then I would change my my. I have a stud. I would change it to a hoop. So she's right. Oh. I take back my laughter. <laughs> but I just would prefer better looking bangs. Okay. <laughs> or like just a new hairstyle altogether yeah. or something, you know? Like dye your hair or... or uh, yeah, the bangs is interesting. Oh, I just think that's really beautiful. I'm glad you shared that because I, I feel like that's so relatable. We try to... Totally. Because trans- we try to transform yeah. ourselves physically through, and that physical transma- transformation will help us internally transform as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. to control over some aspect right. of yeah. yourself. It's empowering. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just thought it was a weird... Uh, I didn't know that she, it was her choice to do that. Yeah. That's cool. Isn't that cool? Ooh, I like that. Meryl yeah. got new teeth. Shailene got new hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. Yeah. Any more? Was that the news? The well, news. that was plenty of news and gossip. That was beautiful. Thank you so much, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. But um, we have to get to predicting because yes. I already brought it up. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Predictions. I already brought it up. Corey... Bonnie saw him at the snooping around the police department. So should we yeah. just kind she of did. like, yeah, yeah, who wants to go? Because that is the hot topic. Right I mean, at this I point. have like a million things. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Jesse, take it away. Okay, so first, initially, I was like, oh my gosh, she's working with the cops, and like he's undercover, like, and he's going to Jane and trying to break her and get information. But now, thinking about it, as I'm been just like thinking about the whole thing more, now I'm wondering if that scene that they had where she started breaking down. And she was crying. I wonder if yeah. she told him not everything. I don't think she told him everything, mm. but I think she might have told him about Perry, 
being Zinni's dad and and whatever. And he's like, oh, my God. Because he already at the beginning said, aren't you part of that Monterey Five? And Mm. she's like, what? And he's like, you were there the day that that guy died. Mm. And so now he's putting two and two together. And he's like, oh, my gosh. She was raped by him. She was there when he died. Like, how does that happen? Right? She Mm. killed him. Yeah. Ah. So I think he's going to the cops to give them information. But you don't think he's a cop? So I don't know now. Those are my two theories. Okay, so either he is an informant for them, yes, or, or he made the connection and reported back to the police. Right. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so my predictions are about different topics. I think that the kids are going to go when they do the trial. I think the twins are going to be like, our mom told us that <gasps> we need to live with her. <laughs> because transparency, Celeste, she didn't say, like, she's just too, she's doing it wrong. Um, and then I think that, we talked about this, but the ice cream, and I, as soon as I saw Madeline with the ice cream, I was like, it's happening! Yeah. It's happening! Because we all know, like, three months ago, when, like, they were shooting, those photos got released of... And it was in action. Natalie was throwing the ice cream at Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's going to pick up there next episode. Like, I think we're going to see some ice cream throwing because we didn't get Ooh. to see the rest of that scene. Yeah, Paloma Souza in the live chat said, why didn't Madeline throw the ice cream? So yeah, other it's people coming. are wondering oh my gosh, what I happened. Hope, I hope and it's that's coming. the tea. All right. <laughs> yeah. Simone, what about you? Any thoughts? I think Ed is, he's checked out. He's trying, but mm-hmm. emotionally it's really hard for him to gain back his trust fully, which I think is completely reasonable. So, either the that couple, they're swingers, and they just want to, you know, have a little threesome, and maybe Ed could dip his toe in it, try it out. Gotta <laughs> oh. get over it. Get under, wait, under it to get over it? What? Or, Ooh, that's bad. <laughs> or the girl was sloppy and didn't realize her husband was there, and they're still going to, like, yeah. Um, I love she doesn't mean to throw shade. She's like, or oh, that girl's sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh my God. They're going to have a little rendezvous. And he's going to cheat on Madeline, so it's going to be tip for chat. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. I live for predictions. I have no clue what's happening. I don't know what's... Pre- I, this show constantly is, all my theories are wrong. I was thinking Madeline was going to kill Bonnie, so I'm just not going to predict anymore, okay? Uh, no, I will. Maybe next week, but I really have no clue what's yeah. happening. But mm-hmm. if you guys are listening, watching us, please let us know your predictions and get those comments going. Yeah. DM us, whatever. We love talking about the show. Yes. Every single week. And we only have two more episodes left, oh, right? I know. It's so uh, sad. Well, until next time, where can I find my wonderful panel on social media? Yes, you guys can find me at Simone A. Thomas on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Yours Truly Me on Instagram, Hot Mess Mia on Twitter, and I also have a YouTube channel, so follow me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I'm Jesse Zayner. You can find me all over social media at Athletic. Oh, I love you guys so much. We love you. This is actually, I think, our last time all four of us together. Uh, yeah. Just due to Summer. schedules. Travel's yeah. hard. It's Fun. hard. But until where then. Where can they find you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Ollie Jen, and you can find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Until then, we will see you for Big Little Lies, Episode 6. Yes. Bye. 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 Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.